and welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet, where you give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk. Today, I'm your host, Jonathan Nguyen, Fortinet Strategy and Service Relationship Programs Leader. And today, we're talking with Renee Tarrant, Fortinet's Deputy CISO, and she's talking about the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk in the cloud. So welcome aboard, Renee. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. So let's get started. So what are the ways uh, that, that you, you're seeing others to reduce the attack surface in the cloud and, and really to avoid and, and manage those bad actors from disrupting uh, our, our businesses? Yeah, so Jonathan, when, when you look at what's going on and when we see the, the attacks that are happening in the cloud and the breaches that are occurring, a lot of times it's happening because primarily it's misconfigurations. Um, so first and foremost, really having an understanding of your cloud infrastructure and understanding, you know, um, where the vulnerabilities are and ensuring that you have that right configurations in, in place. Um, but that also takes take, needs taking that one step further, but also understanding, you know, who's responsible for protecting what in the cloud infrastructure. Because a lot of times when you're you're dealing with your your cloud infrastructure, you, know, you have that shared security model, you know, with your cloud service provider. And so you really need to know, you know, where that line the sand is drawn. A lot of times the cloud providers providing you that infrastructure you know, we'll provide some of the, the firewall protection, your WAF protection, but at the end of the day, you're still responsible for protecting that data and, and the applications. And so making sure you have that that insight on there. And so doing things like, you know, limiting your access, um, you know, making sure, you know, only the right people have the right access to the tools, you know, for the right amount of time, ensuring you have the right data protections in place, um, and really making sure that, you know, you have that awareness of all those cloud instances that are going on in your environment. Um, a lot of times organizations don't realize they have how much data and systems they, they do have in, in the cloud, because again, um, you, you even face, you know, you fit, face shadow IT issues on with on-prem solutions, but now you're also facing, you know, having some of that shadow, um, you know, cloud uh, technologies out there as well. So again, making sure you fully understand, you know, where all, all of your, um, assets reside in, the, in that cloud environment. And again, um, misconfigurations still continue to be uh, the number one reason for, for breaches. Right. So it sounds like it's both right hand, left hand, and now right foot, left foot all at the same time, east, west, or north, south, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So so let's go on. Um, this year, Ford Guard Labs is seeing about a 2x growth in ransomware variants in, in just the first half year. You know, how, how can organizations really stay current on the latest threats and trends? And, and what steps are, are you recommending that they take to proactively mitigate some of these potential risks? Yeah, I mean, ransomware, I mean, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. It's just never, never seemed to be going away. Um, you know, in the early days of ransomware, you know, you saw it just coming in and encrypting your data. And now we've seen that technology, you know, the malware starting to morph where now it's, you know, exfiltrating, holding it for a ransom with the threat to, you know, expose the data. And to now we're seeing, um, you know, the ransomware is, you know, it evolving to now they're using your 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 infrastructure to, to launch the, the ransomware attacks affecting, you know, your customers and partners and suppliers. And then now also seeing the wiperware the, the um, coming in into play. And so it is a huge, huge um you know, risk the organizations are, that are constantly faced. You know, and one of the things that we see that, you know, over 50% of successful ransomware attacks 
are a result of you know a phishing, a social engineering type attack. And so, again, there's a couple areas that, you know, you really need to be focusing on. Again, making sure that you have the right endpoint protections in, in place. You know, things like looking at uh, email gateway security, sandboxing technology, um, but also ensuring that, you know, you have the right education and, and training. Um, but also thinking about, you know, having that threat intelligence. Um, and what I mean about threat intelligence, it's just not having intelligence. It's having real-time actionable threat intelligence, the things that you can push out to your devices on your network that you can be doing things in machine speed versus, you know, relying on that human I intervention. And so you need to be able to have real-time actionable uh, threat intelligence uh, available within your in in environment. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, 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 uh, that's a lot for a lot of organizations to handle. You know, and you alluded to uh, also having the right levels and staffing and training requirements. So now, what are you seeing? Where does the level of training and staff education and and how is that beginning to impact a, a, an organization's cyber risk? Right. I mean, in the early days, when when you look at some of the social engineering attacks and the, and the phishings, um, again, that, you know, again, a lot of the drivers are for the ransomware attacks. I mean, you those emails were littered with misspellings, improper grammar. And so they became very easy to start picking out. Um, obviously, the adversary got wise, uh, has discovered spell check, and has gotten more crafty um, in their, uh, you know, the, the configuration and the the drafting of, of these types uh, of emails and so forth. And so, having that education, awareness, and training, you know, really keeps you know your employees up to date because a lot of times they're that last line of defense. Yeah. Um, you know, especially with employees now working remotely, um, can't pop the head up over the cubicle to ask like, "Hey, did you get this message?" Um, so having that continuous education, awareness, and training really can kind of you know prepare your employees um, for when the adversary you know comes calling. And similar to that education for training awareness for you know system administrators, yeah. you know they need to have that awareness and be prepared uh, because ultimately again you know they need to have things in place like the data recovery, understanding why they need to have a good backup solution and data recovery plan um, that's tested, um, and also having a response plan because at the end of the day we all know things. You know, bad things can and will happen. It's not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when. And so, again, having that staff, that training, that, that education, um, you know, it's not going to necessarily prevent a bad thing happen, um, but, you know, it, it can, you know, help prepare your organization by everyone having an understanding of when a cybersecurity, you know, breach does happen. Um, but also, again, you know, it, it gives your your, your uh employees that that awareness and you know creating that human firewall um as a, again as a defense and depth strategy because again you know if it, as we say time and time again you know it does require people processes and the technology you're dead and so that takes us to this is our next topic here so you know when we're, we're it's often said that compliant doesn't mean secure and secure doesn't necessarily mean compliance so what does compliance do uh, do in relation to regulations and standards and how is that really beginning to affect this notion of business risk? Yeah, I mean, I think you you kind of hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know, just because you're compliant doesn't compliant doesn't necessarily mean that you know, you you're not going to have a breach or you're not going to have a, a security incident. Um, but what it does show is you're you're kind of doing your your due diligence. Yeah. You know, you're putting in that level of control and care to, you know, ensure that you're doing you know up to the best that you can based upon you know the compliance regulatory you know. Uh, mandates 
um, that you're you're doing what you can to protect your, your systems and data. Because you, you think about it, you know, you're compliant today, but as soon as you add in, you know, another piece of technology, another piece of software, you know, that could essentially change your infrastructure, change your information. So, um, you know, and a lot of people, you know, have this, you know, misconception that, hey, I'm compliant, I'm, I'm good as gold. Your environment's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. Right. It's never static. And yeah. It's constantly dynamic. And so, again, your compliance and your regulation, you know, it's a cyclic process. You, you start doing your analysis and review and, you know, fix your mitigations and you start that process all over again. Yeah. The, the compliance checks are, are, are spots in time. And those are only the changes you're aware of. It's all the things that you may not be aware of. And so, so it's time for our shameless plug. And, and you are, you're out there in the field and you're working with customers all the time. You know, how are you seeing them employing this our Fortinet security fabric to, to reduce cyber risk? Right, because when you look at it, you know, what I've always liked about their security fabric, um, you know, you know, Gartner refers to it as the mesh. Um, and so I like to say we've been doing mesh before mesh was cool. Sure. Um, what this security fabric allows you to do is, is really, you know, allows you to achieve what all of us try to achieve in security is high degrees of automation and integration. That has been one of the biggest hiccups in a lot of times in, in security um, is you have all these point products and solutions that don't work together, um, don't share information, and it creates siloed and, yeah. uh, you know, views of, of data and information, which, again, it becomes a nightmare to manage um, and a night nightmare to correlate all that information. And so it creates blinders or, you know, essentially security you know, gaps in your environment because there's things that you, you may be missing and, and seeing. And we all know the adversary, I mean, they're certainly been using speed and scale to their advantage. I mean, they're leveraging AI and automation you know, to increase the depth and breadth, you know, for their their attacks and, and malicious activity. And so from my perspective, the cybersecurity fabric really helps organization kind of reduce complexity in their environments. Um, again, it's focusing on ensuring that, you know, Obviously, you know, Fortinet technologies work and play well with the others, but also ensuring that, you know, the technologies have in place, you know, all across the board um, work and play well together. So from my perspective, again, it's it's creating, um, reducing the burden, reducing costs um, on your IT and security organizations, because again, you know, it's allowing you to do things at speed and scale with automation and um, integration. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's a fast take five. So thanks for joining us, Trinae. And and thanks for everyone for joining us for this episode of Take 5. For more information about cloud security, visit our website, www.fortinet.com forward slash cloud security. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds.